0: In this week's Sesame Corner, we speak to Zano Siteto, the founder of Scotch, asking about his bespoke tailoring brand. Zano, what services do you offer? Well, we make tailored suits for men, pretty much bespoke, yeah, and then uh, made to measure. We also offer a consultation for our clients. Um, it's pretty much an all round bespoke experience, from choosing the fabrics to the lining to the design and we try and give our clients the whole experience, but it's largely bespoke tailoring. Yeah. Why bespoke? Bespoke is like the epitome of of suiting. You know, it's it's a it's the best. It's like couture of uh, of, dress type of thing. And I think I've always been I've always been a perfectionist to a certain extent. I love things that take time to craft and you know, um, beautify in the process, you know. So I think when I, I got into the industry, I fell in love with the skill of tailoring more than the design, you know, aspect of it, you know. So I decided where my heart is, I'll put my money and, you know, mm. the brand is. So breastwork tailoring is something that's not so well done in South Africa. So there's a few guys that do it. It's a niche market that I really want to pursue and, and, and conquer. Having said that, what drove you to start your own My own business? business? Mm. Um Look, I think from a young age, my dad has always been in business. I wanted to do something that I was really passionate about, something I love, something that fully expressed who I am, something that could tell a beautiful story about Africa and the people we are, you know. And I wanted to do something that would be a full description of who I am. I found design very exciting. I think when I was in high school, I didn't know that I was going to be a designer Oh, when I was in, after high school, you know. Yeah. I think it's only when I ended up doing the things I didn't love that drove me to find the things that I really love in life. Um, I was working insurance. I, was, I did construction. I did tow trucking. But then I think in the process, I... It was channeling me to, towards something I really wanted to do. I know I wanted to study architecture, but I wasn't so smart for that. So, sad <coughs> <laughs> part. Um, but, you know, I, I stumbled across design. It's not something I, I sat down and orchestrated. It found me in a way. And then when the two of us met, it was like love at first sight. How has the brand been received so far? We are about five years old now, four or yeah. five years old. And um, I think it's it's been overwhelming. It's been beautiful. It's been a challenge at times. But I think we it's been beautiful embrace for South Africans. i mean, a lot of people want to support, a lot of people offering their advice. A lot of people are offering their their time and knowledge in terms of how to build a brand, you know. Um, but I think most of the people we've worked with have been really impressed with how we've somehow built the brand to be where it is now in such a short space of time. Um, obviously, the dream is bigger, the goals are bigger, you know, the ambition is great and what we want to do, it suits it like so super humongous type of a thing, you know. But so far, so good. I think people are loving it. I'm loving it. Obviously, there is enough time to really grow the brand, but then the amount of time we have utilizing it to the maximum, yeah. Give us a glimpse of those Big expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, one of my biggest dreams is to create a platform that will make it easier for other designers in Africa or South Africa to really reach out for our dreams. You know, I think I'd love to see most of our designers ending up in, in shopping centers like Cent and City mm. alongside Louis Vuitton and Dolce and & Gabbana and all these other big brands, you know. One of the biggest things is that I wanted to be one of those go-to menswear brands across Africa, a brand that's so South African but at the same time tells like a beautiful African story. And I want to open a, um, a school or a college where we teach kids how to, how to tailor, you know, because most South Africans don't know how to tailor. In fact, most designers in South Africa, we run brands, but in terms of the, the actual skill, right. we take it to other people to make, you know. So i got the skill. I know how to make a suit. Obviously, I'm not the best in the industry now, but I'm, I'm working my way towards being there and once I get there I want to teach other people the skill especially South Africans you know that um, most of us can't afford to, to really go to LISOF or mm. TUT or whatever mm. to study you know but there's other ways of doing it actually that's how I did it you know I learned the skill and I taught myself you know so if I could create a platform through the brand obviously that's so powerful that's generating so much money mm. but then on the side I want to create the platform whereby we can engage with our young people who've got the same ambition same dreams but then the backgrounds they come from the you know bit disadvantaged however thing. and then we share knowledge we share I believe, you know, to be successful, you need to have a successor somehow. So when I die, I want to have taught someone, in fact, taught a lot of people that can carry on the brand and also maybe venture in their own businesses and actually run their own companies. Um, I think that's one thing that's really underlooked by a lot of us in South Africa, that we do not want to learn the skill. We love the glory of it. We love the money side of it. But in terms of the manufacturing side of it, we cut that out and we take that, we take the money to other countries Mm. to produce for us, you know. Um, Whereas we have the people in South Africa, we've got the smartness, we've got the kids, we've got people that are ambitious, they've got the drive. So we need to kind of like create the platform so that they can learn. Obviously, I want to open like a chain of, chain line of stores across South Africa, across Africa. Uh, We're going to branch into leather products pretty soon, your bags, your belts, and all these accessories, you know. So I want to build it to be a brand that, Pretty much has everything encompassing it. So when you walk into Scotch, you get like a massage. You get someone yeah. to do your shoes. You get someone to cut your hair. You get someone to to cook for you. You know, like mm. if you walk into a full kind of place, right. get service in men fully. That's pretty much the idea. Obviously now we're focusing largely on building the brand so that we can build other products around it um, and perfecting the suit and really solidifying our client base. I see a lot of international brands coming into South Africa. I see a lot of South Africans buying and investing so much money and these people are not really investing in us as, as right. South Africans, they're not giving us the skill, they're not giving us the knowledge. If you look at the stores in Sandton, most of those people they, they employ local people, right? Mm, yes. But the only thing they teach them is when a client walks in like Hi, how are you doing? Sales. They give you a suit, that's it. But you do not know how to make the, the bag, you do yeah. not know how to make the shoe, you don't know how to do everything here in South Africa, you know. So if we can create a platform whereby we can do things here, we have the raw materials here, we've got the knowledge here. So let's 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 imply, you know, the the, the skill and then, you know, kinda of like broaden the idea. Now money Goes with any business. Yes, of course. Marketing goes hand in hand with yes. making that money. How do you yeah. handle the marketing side of things, the exposure um, side of things, or do you let it speak for itself? Look, well, th- that's one powerful way. You know, you, you create yeah. a great product that, you know, it sells itself. But more than that. Um, I think we we, we kind of like have some form of a branding in terms of how Scotch is what we sell and how we sell it via social media, via our website, via the people we interact with. Um, but I think largely our client base comes from the interaction we have with each client. We try and service them the best way we can, we, we can you know, yeah. and then they tell someone who tells someone. Obviously, we, we get a lot of PR via radio, via newspapers, mm. via magazines, via a couple of things we do on TV um, that, that that draws a lot of attention to the brand. But I think one of the greatest things that has kept the brand really growing is the type of service and type of craftsmanship we put in our product, that when a person walks out, how they carry themselves when they're wearing a scotch suit, says so much about who we are and what we do, and that people are automatically drawn to that type of a thing. So that has been like a large, large factor in terms of how we get our our business. Obviously, you have your Instagrams, your Facebooks, and your websites, and all these people we dress in the media. Mm. But then more than that, even the people in the media, for them to speak about the product, you need to make sure that you create it to be so beautiful for them to really embody it and, and find so much fulfillment and con- contentment within the, the suit itself, you know. So that does a lot of um, marketing for us, yes. Any challenges in this journey so far? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, look, I, I believe that you can achieve anything in life. Um, if you, even if you don't have the money, you know. Yeah. You need to have the ambition and, 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 and the drive and the skill. And my biggest challenge when, when building this brand was the skill Mm. i didn't know how to make a suit i did not know where to start off from i did not know how to finish a suit you know um and i couldn't afford to go to the school to teach me how to make a suit but then later on in life i actually discovered that even if you go to school in south africa they do not have people that major in tailoring. so they will teach you about the theory behind design they teach you about all these things in terms of branding but in terms of how do you come up with a bespoke with 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 a well-crafted suit it doesn't exist type of thing so i had to go about finding my own ways of learning how to make a suit. I had to go downtown Jersey, buy a suit that's existing from London for Mm. 20 rand, tear it up, you know, see how it was constructed repeatedly, like, for years and years and years before I could get to where I am now, you know. So that's one of the greatest challenges. We have a lot of people that want to be designers. I've got a lot of people I see on social media that are even following me and boxing me, like, dude, I want to be a designer. How do I go about it? Others are already in the market already, but when you look at the product, and you know, it it doesn't balance. And which is one of the things that most people have always complained about South Africas like you guys are designers, but your product is not mm. so beautiful you know um so that that has always been the challenge that how do you become a creative at the same time? how do you create a product that's flawless that's perfect that's 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 that that that's beautiful that's like. Totally outstanding type of a thing. So um, that has always been one of my greatest challenges. Obviously, and then there's there's the money side of things. You, yeah. you know, with creative, most creatives they they can't balance the two. You know, mm. they make the money, mm. they spend it, vice versa type of a thing. So um, I've been. I think that that's one of the things for the past two or three years. I've been really focusing on really running my business like a professional business. Yeah. I have a proper balance balance sheet. I've got accounts that work with me all the time. You know, um, obviously every now and then I let loose. You know, yeah, you know, that's a problem. All <laughs> creative. Well you, know? you do need to spoil <laughs> yourself once in a while. Of course, of course, you know. Um but other than I think for me it was a skill. Two is how do you build something to be a brand without the knowledge of how a brand should be. Yeah. So you have an idea, you know where you want to go, but you do not have the path to get there. So you, you go about carving your own path all the time. Carving your own path, you hit a pit, you fall in, you mm. get out, you know, you hit a tree, type of thing. So it's been a it's been a lot of get this thing right, get this thing wrong, you know. Um, I th- and, and I tell people a lot of times that, you know what, at times to build a business, it's largely based on your character. That was Zano Nositetor, the founder of the bespoke tailoring brand Scotch in this week's SME Corner.